What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Now, Greg, if I said anyone can cook to you, yeah. wouldn't you? What movie do you think that's from? I mean, well, you you this you incepted the idea into my head. You started the show and you said, oh, "I thought it was anyone could cook from Ratatouille." So now exactly. I think that if you exactly, would have said anyone right. had cook and not mentioned Ratatouille, it would have I would have struggled, but I would have gotten there in the end. But what if I said it? Pronounced it though. You have to say how he pronounced it. What if I said it with the my traditional French accent? Anyone could cook. That's your Italian accent, but it's just your accent for anybody. No, we've noticed. And they want to cook. It is very, it's very, we all tense up because we know there's always someone new watching a show. So when you go, what about my blank accent? And you use it. We all go, oh God, they're not going to understand he's Italian. And this is his thing. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, you go look at this. Rahul, look at me and tell me, what do you think this? Grecian God or Italian uh, cook? It's just in the back. Just a cook. I'm just a cook. White cook. White cook? White <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course that is our Damn. guest the one the only you know him from the haunting of bly manor you'll soon know him from midnight mass you know him from my zombie you know him from gears of war it's rahul Kohli. hello rahul yeah i got more credits that used to be a shorter <laughs> intro i know right hell yeah but, you know you duped hollywood and that's what we love about you you know they <laughs> they look past the twitter account and how outrageous you are and they're Thank able to do you. that how, how what are, you were on we have cool friends last year which feels like it was two days ago but it was a long time ago and your yeah. conversation was there that you're eventually going to leave twitter where are we at with that how are you feeling about that i was on a, a hiatus for vacation uh but a revan tweet brought me out of hiding usually um, does yeah I, the star wars drew me back in but yeah of course uh, but it's an it's an ongoing discussion for sure Okay, okay. We'll, we'll have that conversation once we introduce, of course, the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting, head shotting from twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. I have once again another major melon zero. Can't get enough of these, Greg Miller. Can't get enough. Yeah. Yeah. Can we switch intros? Yeah, sure. You, you want to be the Hispanic heartthrob Texas Street, and you want him to be from Haunting of Bly Manor? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I've got more credits there, mate. That's uh, crazy. I take Nailed it. it. I yeah, take, I take it back. that back. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> and, of course, Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. I'm very excited for this one, Greg, because you said I, you have a, a good show planned, sure. and I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. And that usually leads to some exciting things or a lot of face palming, and I'm in the mood for either. So let's. Get I it will going. tell you right now, or I'm going to give you the housekeeping. Then we'll get right into it. That's right. I'm going to get to it live chat. You're always oh, when are they going to do it? When are they yeah, with a countdown? I'll give it right away. But when we're going to come out of it, and I have a feeling. Nick's going to enjoy it, but I think Tim's going to have a huge problem. All right, and then oh, we're going to no, right. there's going to be there's some role playing involved. I was gonna, uh, Rahul, if you have like a judge's robe and a gavel, now would be the time to get it because we're we're gonna need that. Okay, you, right? he's got a prop know. closet <laughs> as an actor. <laughs> uh, don't they, they let him keep all his things? You know what I mean? He's got like the souvenir closet. Greg, Greg actually, how do you how do you think props work during film and television? How do you, do you think you just bring your own props? What and they, they custom you do whatever make you him? Oh, they make him a judge's robe. All right, and then it actually, and also you know he's from merry old England, right? We they got over there the wigs that we already talked about where they get wet and you make a juice. Maybe he when he went to court one time and he found out that guess what the the you know the the forefathers or whatever are up there and they've got their wigs on and their thing and they're all like oh 
boy governor here you hear ye the yeah, bike belongs to Rahul and he yeah. picked up the bike and he went with it the maybe bike. they were like also it's like mean Joe Green here you go kid and they toss him the robes you know what I mean yeah I, I don't just, like, I actually don't know what you mean on that one <laughs> I, 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 I got lost that was a lot to unpack there's <laughs> a lot of kind of funny references in there <laughs> mean Joe Green from a coke commercial that predates me and Nick like I'm expecting you to have watched a lot of I love the 70s slash 80s right there or I love guy. watching Tim's face when when you go when you get about five minutes into one of your rants Greg because I'm all sure. on for the ride we're yeah, surfing the waves together someone just threw me a white claw and you're we're supportive. going wherever you're gonna you go know what I mean? yeah. you are you are a life preserver you're keeping me afloat uh, Tim as always likes to be a fucking anchor around my uh-huh. neck you know what yeah. I mean uh, dragging I, me down can I be one of those cool like Gilligan's Island life floats that the, the white ones that I couldn't possibly get in if I had to oh I, that's the only one tiny. I think of that's the only okay. thing I think of what are you thinking of I was thinking like an actual like a vest that you clip like kids oh, clip in sure. and then but I like the ones with like where you have to try to figure out how to get your body into it and by that time you've drowned. Huh. No, Rahul, just, it's my mind. favorite Rahul, thing. Excuse me, I'm the host of the show. Rahul, clear your mind. Shut your eyes and clear your mind, all right? I talk about a kid and a life preserver. What's the first film you think of? Back to the Future. Jaws is the right answer. I'm sorry, you failed on that one. You know? I don't think I don't think Back to the Future can ever be the wrong answer. I mean, it's got what's with the life preserver McFly jump ship. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. like if I were to say, like, what's your favorite Tom Cruise vehicle? And you said Back to the Future. I'd be like, I'll allow it. I will allow that. <laughs> uh, Timothy Gettys, you had something to say. What is it? Uh, I was going to say is, you know, we have guests on the show, our friends like Raul. And, you know, they probably hear Greg talk, do this whole intro. He's like, oh, it's probably a bunch of in jokes I don't get because I'm not on the Rahul's show. A fan. I don't he watches the show, the show sometimes. Man. Yeah. Okay. I'm, my point that I'm making is like, Knowing the show, being on the show does not make any of us understand what Greg's saying anymore. <laughs> like that, those you said, oh, it's a bunch of kind of funny inside jokes. I don't know that there was. It was like Andy in his small uh, jacket. The, sure, that's Nick, one thing. You remember the British courts and the wigs and the juice? You made that up. I do that remember up. that. I do remember that. I remember every. I mean, Tim, I don't know if you're paying attention, but we bring up Mean Joe Green at least ten times <laughs> on every podcast. <laughs> No, Mean Joe Green was definitely that, that was, was a good. That all was right, a, everybody. You, everyone that was, remember that one. Everyone here's what I want y'all to do. If you're, if, you, if, you, if you're too young to remember this commercial, because again, Nick and I both are too young to remember this commercial. Pull over right now and call your parents and ask yeah. them about it, because they're gonna remember. They're gonna be right like, now. yeah, the Coke commercial where he tossed the thing to it, and then Andy, why do you remember it? Family Guy. Exactly. Family Guy brought it back to relevancy as well. That's why Andy's always there for me. Rahul, you can still leave if you want. You can still (laughs) leave. It's not too late. I asked you to go get your judge's robe. I don't know what's taking so long. (laughs) If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on these microphones twice a week, each coming to bullshit with each other about whatever it is they want to bullshit about. If you like that, you can head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where, of course, you can be watching the show live since you're a patron. You can get the show ad-free. You can write in to be on the show, and you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every episode however if you have no bucks to toss us over on patreon.com slash kind of funny no big deal you can get brand new episodes on youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe twice a week once with just us once with one of our friends uh and have a good time and to support us of course there's ads and there's no post show but you still get a good time you still got all this great Mean Joe Green content. Great time. Andy, what I need you to do is go to the supercomputer you have in front of you and find out Mean Joe Green alive? Dead? Did he play for what? What he played football? Was he Steelers? Was he Steelers. a Steeler? Looks he's like Steelers from the Family Guy clip that I'm. That I'm yeah, watching. that's what I'm um, thinking too. Still right? alive. Still alive. Okay. Yeah, right. seventy-four right. years old. Wow, about to hit the old. Cent- about the okay. seventy-five. Is seventy-five Where? like an age <laughs> thing? Do they do that? 
No, no, no. Not a quarter thing. of a century, three quarters of a century. Because like midlife crisis is forty. Like you say, like quarters of a century. Like you say, like you're over the hill at the age of forty, or you know, quarter life crisis twenty five. Yeah, um, forty is the age for over. I don't know what I you call seventy five though. Is that a thing? Bicentennial or something? Seventy five is just where you're allowed to fart wherever you want, and no one can judge you. You know, Andy, <laughs> you get a notice from the government. <laughs> Congratulations, you two hundred, or you've done a hundred twice. We got a great energy today. Uh, some housekeeping for you, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there is a new episode of The Blessing Show up on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. It's all about dreams. He did a whole bunch of it in dreams. It's one of the few things we do at Kind of Funny that is strictly a video property. Please go check it out and then head over to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny to keep up with the Invincible and Falcon and the Winter Soldier reactions we are doing each and every week. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Willie D. Billums, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, Mick at Dananobiologist, DJ Ken. Steve Powers, Kieran O'Donnell, and Tom Bach. Today, we're brought to you by BetterHelp and Babbel. But I'll tell you about that later. For now. Let's start with a very special episode of the Kind of Funny podcast. It's one that's going to hurt some people, but it's something we need. So, Rahul, I need you. To, uh, you've, of course, been our friend for a long time. Mm-hmm. Before you were famous, and you know when you had a lot of free time and nobody yeah. was booking you on stuff, you used to listen was, to the show. You knew a lot about us. You understand? He was really famous You know what I mean? Then. <laughs> no, no. Back when he first met me, he was not famous. Was oh, nobody. right, right. That's, that's you know what I mean. I thought I, I was surprised you even let him talk to me because it was. At, I was actually kind of mad at you, Nick, for letting him come onto the stage to oh, talk yeah, to no me. San Diego Comic Con. Well, I mean, yeah. a lot of people know this. I mean, I'm, I'm a great talent, like a scout of talent, right? I, re- I really, I spot him out, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, is that what they call it? Is that what they call it? <laughs> I was trying to get it over to Tim for a second there, where I was like, remember, remember when I discovered young Tim? Just dug him out, you know, Tim. wiped him off, took a little rag, doing you know, one of these things, and now look oh, at him. Look don't. at him in that beautiful bomber like, jacket. Like Greg, Greg did say that. Ways. Greg did say that Nick is an ally and Nick is always on his side. I don't know if Nick was with Greg right there through any of that story. (laughs) I don't know if he was on the same side. It doesn't matter because what happens is I toss Nick the old medicine ball and he catches it. But it doesn't matter if he's on a speedboat or if he's in a gymnasium. He's going to understand he has to do something. I think in that that instance, you tossed me the medicine ball and it was just a little too heavy for me to carry. And it just went right (laughs) to the ground. Right to the ground on that one. The old noodle just stopped working. We know you love all of us equally. You've been a mm. kind of funny supporter, a best friend for a long, long time. You've been our friend for a long, long time. But today, I will need you to be completely objective and act as judge and jury. Are you prepared for that? Andy. Oh, I have no bias. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I am ready to be objective. I don't like, I don't know. Okay, good. Okay. Now, Andy, I look to you. And the next question for you is, in this court of law, who do you want to represent? Tim oh. Geddes or Nick Scarpina? Oh, he's going to pick Tim. It's easier to pick Tim. I, I don't. I'm not going to hold it against you if you pick Tim. It's easier to defend anything, whatever he's going to ask. It's okay, Tim. but that means I get Kevin as my lawyer. <laughs> Tim, no, wait, no. I'll, I'm going to represent Nick because Greg said that this might be easier for Nick, and it might bother Tim a lot. So I feel like maybe things are weighed towards Nick in this situation. I want to okay. choose to defend Nick in this okay. situation. Okay, then I'll be choose. I'll, I will. I don't choose, but I will be defending my brother in arms, Timothy Robert Geddes, in this okay. official case. Uh, we have a complaint, not even a complaint, but a question that I think can only be answered in the court of Rahul. Uh, Rahul, please play the court of Rahul jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rahul. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. I thought something was going to play. <laughs> no, no, I said for you. I thought you were gonna bring music. I thought I oh. prepped you on this. Um, dun, I said get no, a robe. Dun, he does it. 
Dun, dun. There you go. That's perfect. Okay, great. Nailed it. King Vin writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny and says, I think it's time to have a real discussion. Is Nicholas Scarpino officially a bigger gamer than Oof. Timothy Robert Geddes? Wow. Today, wow. we will hear cases from both sides of the aisle here. We will let, of course, both defendants speak to their gaming skills. And this at isn't going to go well. Rahul Kohli will be the one who decides who is the bigger gamer, Nick Order. or Tim. Order. Thank you. So I'm sorry, uh, sir, I'd not turn the court over to you. You have the floor. All right, now, Nick, you have a question. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. Do we have a, a court? Uh, we need a court stenographer. We also need one of those court, the people that draw on the court. Can I be the guy that oh draws God. in the court? Uh, can you be the person who draws in the court? Oh, well, I feel like Andy. I mean, Andy could be the guy that draws. He's a natural pick, but he's going to be defending me. I don't want his attention, like, split between his artistic endeavors and then the, the analytical part of his brain. So, I mean, I guess Kevin, we could let Kevin do the well, sketches. Here's, no, here's the thing. No, exactly. This. I don't want to tell uh, Judge Rahul how to run his court. But I think he can decide. And I am seeing, of course, people in the chat are asking if oh. they can be jury. They oh. could be jury. We could do it that way. Uh, of course, we could actually ask them to draw their own sketches, too, and tweet them at Rob. That's, a, that's a much okay, okay. That's a much executioner. But again, this is this is up to uh, Judge Rahul. I mean, if we've got like Fer if Matt Ferguson's in the chat Excuse right me, now, sir, this be... is up to Judge Rahul. I apologize. Thank you. Um, I think that chat should play jury. OK. Um, yeah. I'm 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 happy to move forward with that. Okay. Also, I just watched like a bunch of serial killer documentaries, so I saw a ton of courtroom drama, and every judge sat like this. So don't mm -hmm. take this as me not wanting to be here. This is me in character. You're, in character. You're playing a role. You're an actor. Me? Got it. This is why I brought an actor. You're an actor. Yeah. I, I do. I do also appreciate that you equate to whatever we're about to do as serial killer trials. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, feels pretty. That feels pretty right. I'm not gonna lie. Andy, would you like to open the floor, or would you like me to open the floor? I will open the floor. All right. Uh, well, can turn I, back I, over. I can decide. Andy can open the floor. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Judge. Yeah. Thank you, Your Honor. Good job, Judge. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, it is my honor to bring you today a true gamer sitting right there in this white room with his gamer couch. <laughs> And his gamer artwork on the walls, everybody. Uh, objection. That's just a lawn chair, Your Honor. That's not a gamer art at all. That has nothing to do with it. He doesn't even have hue lights. Your Honor, badgering the witness. Badgering Sustained. The witness. Remove, remove that from the um, Thank records. You. Thank you, Your Honor. We have no, somebody I just, named... I just favored Greg, Greg. Oh, thank you. Um, so wait, what's that have... removed from the record? <laughs> <laughs> we have so somebody here... From the record. We have somebody in the court who has done the impossible, who has become a PC gamer on a PlayStation 5. Mm -hmm. I urge you to find somebody who is more hardcore of a gamer. I see, Your Honor, you're a little confused right now. Nick Scarpino, over the course of quarantine, has become a tried-and-true video game player. Addicted, some would say. At night, looking for his fix. Looking for his Warzone fix, more importantly. Call of Duty Warzone. Nicholas Scarpino will play Call of Duty Warzone on his PlayStation 5 with a mouse and a keyboard. Isn't that wild? I think I think the judge's face says it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a grimace. Of that. that doesn't work in favor of you, Mr. It's, Cortez. Counselor Cortez. It's impressive that this tried-and-true gamer is looking for new ways to challenge himself out there in the Warzone. Not only that, Your Honor, 
also plays with the mouse inverted vertically. Really fucking weird. I know. It's really I'm, bizarre. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to uh, stop you there for a second. <clears throat> um, that part out. Could have left that part out. Um, and and maybe maybe Greg or, uh, can can aid me with this. So if Nick is playing with a mouse and keyboard on a console, that means that predominantly he is playing other individuals that will have pads. Is that true? Negative, sir, because we have, have cross-play cross play on. Does he have cross-play activity? Whenever he, because yes, because he plays with me, who was on PC, mm -hmm. we are playing against gamers of all kinds, right? Okay. We are playing that's people. All I, that's, that's all I wanted to know. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank, Thank you, Your you, Honor. We have somebody who has been addicted to it, everybody. Again, it is 11.30 p.m., and I am in a Discord call with Snowbike Mike shooting the shit. Nick will hop in looking for his fix. Hey, y'all hopping in, or what's going on? It is 11.30 on a Tuesday. It is 10.48 on a Wednesday. Nick wants to play at all hours. It's Saturday. I'm thinking, you know what? He's probably going to be spending time with the wife. Maybe they're going to watch a movie. No, Nick is there in the Discord at 9.42 saying, hey, if y'all are hopping on, let me know. Like, I'd love to, I'd love to get some in because I want to level up this certain weapon because I need this newest scope. Nick is all in on video games. It's become a lifestyle for him. And I think you'll see that uh, the person that, uh is that greg is defending maybe not on the same wavelength your honor i'll sit down now <laughs> thank you thank you for that <laughs> so far if i so may far. your honor if i may please greg ladies and gentlemen of the jury this is an embarrassment that this question is even being asked of you. I'm sorry that your podcast has been wasted today with this insane, inane, disingenuous conversation. All right. Is Tim Gettys less a gamer than Nick Scarpino? No, sir. No, lady. No person. N Tim Gettys is a gamer through and through. His years years of support for the video game industry cannot be overlooked and then to sit here is it is he officially a bigger gamer than tim under no circumstances nick scarpino a bigger gamer than timothy robert leading the witness Gettys. your honor leading the witness i'm not even talking to the witness i'm talking to the jury counselor i feel like i'm witnessing this i felt like i was led Sustained. <laughs> Here's what we're going to talk about right now. We're going to make a big deal about Nick Scarpino playing with a mouse and keyboard on his PlayStation 5. It's huge. Does this sound like a big gamer to you? No. This sounds like an individual who's lost, confused, and doesn't understand how video games work. This is a man who has talked for roughly eight months about buying a $7,000 PC, and he has not done it. He has not improved his setup one bit. Uh, your Honor, I'd love to... Uh, uh, Nick, if I may, can I... Your Honor, may I ask Nick a question? Yeah. Yeah, no. You're not... You're Nick. You're not Leading the witness. Yeah. Well, I haven't got there yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, you may ask. <clears throat> Nicholas Scarpino, who paid for your PlayStation 5? Uh, I don't... I do, I do not recall that at this time. Uh, may I remind you you're under oath? <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe I believe I, I believe I received my PlayStation Five um, for free of, uh, from from either the company or. You're going to tell me that this man who won't invest a single cent of his own money into video hands down, sir, won't invest a single <laughs> like dollar or cent into rebuttal? his own video game addiction is rebuttal? a bigger gamer than Timothy Robert Gettys. Uh, Timothy, will you please explain to me your PC gaming setup, which is also brand new, as you've now committed to playing well, on it? Greg, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there. We haven't we're not gonna allow cross examining at the moment. 
This is just the opening. Thank you, Runner. Of it. We will. Thank you. I don't understand how this, <laughs> this video game court works. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> this is British. This is British law. So <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Read your opening mm -hmm. statements to the juries and then understand what they're judging. All right, I can wrap up my have, opening statement. I have, yeah, we will have Greg and Nick, and both sure. you and Andy will be able to um, uh, question them. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, today we will definitively prove that Timothy Robert Geddes, the host of the Kind of Funny Games cast since its inception, is still a bigger gamer than Nicholas Scarpino, both in terms of the money spent, the games played, and of course, his love of video games. Ask yourself right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on the bus, you're driving in the car, look over there at that SUV. You see it? What do you see in the back seat? You see some pudgy little kid playing Fortnite, playing Minecraft on an iPad. Is that person a bigger gamer than you? Because you have a job and responsibilities to go out and do. You play as many things as you can. You're playing PlayStation Plus game. You're playing over there on the Xbox Game Pass. You're playing things off Steam sales. No, of course not. That person just has no life. And today we'll prove that, yes, Nick plays a lot of Call of Duty. And yes, we're proud of Nick for playing some video games. Mm. But Tim is the bigger gamer. Nick is the bigger loser. Wow. Right here, I'm going to lean over to Nick and do like that. Yeah, <laughs> you got you both have legal pads. <laughs> You've been mm -hmm. jotting things down. This is where, this is where I go. It's where I go like this. Andy asked him, "Who got his PS5?" <laughs> uh, who's next? Who's next? I don't know. Yeah, your, your honor, we need in between this stuff. I think you need to tell us what to do because we don't know how your court works. Okay, um, British law. So yeah. what we're gonna do now is uh, I'm gonna allow Nick to be on the witness stand. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to let Andy cross-reference. Fantastic. Thank you, Your Honor. Nicholas Scarpino, um, you're looking pretty tired. Long night playing <laughs> games? That's a, that's a, that is uh, yes. It was a long night uh, after our stream yesterday from 11 to 2, in which uh, we got a W in Warzone. We did. Uh, yeah. I played last night with Mario Not Bros and uh, little Jerry Seinfeld. And we ended up getting a W for our last uh, game as well. Amazing. That's two, that's two wins in, uh, in, in, in Mini Royale. Amazing. And let's make it three today, Your Honor. Um, How about that? Let's make it three wins today. Nicholas Scarpino. Where is this going? Nicholas Scarpino. To the top of the Your Honor, he didn't there. answer Your you. He just, he, just, he just kept talking to Nick. I think that's it, you know. Third contempt. W, Your Honor. No disrespect, Your Honor. This is my court, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Scarpino. Bold move. Um, you used to host a, somewhat host a movie news show, a TV news show. Mm -hmm. You read a lot of articles. You read a lot of news. You kept up to date with the latest happenings in the entertainment world, correct? I did. That is correct. It was called Screencast. Screencast, yeah. Good show, by the way. Yeah, thank you. What up, Screencast? There's thank already lies happening. Order, uh, order, order, order. Objection. Order. That's nothing to do with Cap. That's nothing to do with Cap. Order. Um, I enjoyed Wait, that show, Nick. Who's the judge? Who's saying order? You're saying order and you're the counselor. I, I enjoyed that show, Nick. Uh, it was a fun show. Great job. Um, after listening to that show, I would also like to read a lot of articles on the latest happenings, right? Mm -hmm. What's happening with this movie? I heard this movie was good. This movie, not so great. This movie, a troubled development, right? What's going on with this movie? This TV show might get canceled. Ooh, it's not looking too good, Nick, huh? I would read a lot of that news, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't watch those movies, though. I didn't watch those shows. Mm -hmm. 
Does that make me a movie and show lover? Or does that make me a consumer of entertainment news? Is that a question for me or is that rhetorical? To the jury. Okay. Chat, what do you think? Thank you. Great. Thank you, Chad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Chad. If I'm reading news every day and keeping up with the industry, but not playing the things except for getting Spirits and Smash Brothers... That's that game's twenty years old, correct, Your Honor? Twenty years old, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, so. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Your Honor, on oh, the Nintendo so Switch. They've been churning out the same product for decades. Who who can tell by this point? Uh, order in the a court, real gamer can. Order in the court, by the way, everybody. Order. And in also, the court. objection. Isn't Nick playing Call of Duty? How long has Call of Duty been around? Order in the court. Well, Nick is also playing a game of the year candidate called Control right now. If you. Recall, uh, what, I'm sorry, objection. What, yeah, your honor, what year? What can we ask? What year that was a game of the year contender? That would have been 2019. Okay, just make sure we're current. Thank you, your honor. I mean, you know, at this point, it's at this point, the question is, what have you done for me lately, right? Mm -hmm. What have you done for me lately, your honor? Is the question that I'm posing to you. (laughs) What have you, what have you done for me lately, (laughs) Robert? Okay, (laughs) a bold strategy. Turn it on him. I don't feel like you've maximized. I, I I do not feel like I've learned enough about whether Nick is a true gamer or not. Case dismissed. All I all I've learned from this is that Smash Brothers is twenty years old. Case dismissed. Thank you. You made my point exactly, Your Honor. I'll let the I'll let uh, Greg talk to his witness. Uh, actually, no, I, Greg I, 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 now, I, gonna, now Greg is going to cross uh, is going to examine uh, Nick. Okay, Great. fantastic. Now close on or close off for this examination, Greg. I mean, we should keep her clothes on. I think, you know, Fair. YouTube has strict rules about that, sadly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But afterwards, you can call me on a private call. We'll see what we can do. You know what I mean? Fantastic. Nick, the well, internet's no, kind of choppy. Are you downloading the latest Apex update? It seems like you might be having... Yeah, well, I'm, try- I'm trying right now. I'm trying to figure out if I if I have to delete the Uncharted collection because it wasn't playing well on my PlayStation right, 5. Right, unfortunate. Uh, just to make room does for Uncharted Overwatch. not work with a mouse and keyboard? Uh, no, that does not work with mouse and keyboard. Actually, I wouldn't know because every time I go into the settings to uh, try to invert my controller, the game borks on me. Uh, so I've had to. We're gonna have to figure that out. Control, great game though. Go great into the game. settings. What a learned man! What a learned man! Mm-hmm. You're I enjoying am, control. I am very much completely so. Completely objective here. I, I have not sided with Nick. Sure. Or or Tim. I will say, however, it doesn't look good for Nick when <laughs> there is no chroma lighting in the background when we discuss who's a bigger gamer. Mm-hmm. Exactly uh, my point, Your Honor. And, and, and thank you, Nick, for joining us here and you know <laughs> uh, coming to be on trial. Uh, you know, you talked about being tired last night and how much Call of Duty you've been playing. Can you tell me a little bit about how many trophies you've unlocked in Call of Duty? Uh, trophies? Real gamers yeah. don't care about trophies. They care well, about I find that quite Ws. different. You know they care I mean? about Ws, my friend. Sure, sure. Well, I think it's just one of those things, of course, when we're talking about your gamer cred, obviously being able to show something from that is pretty important. And as I go to psnprofiles.com slash Nick Scarpino, of course, there is nothing here. It says, ah, oh, no trophies. Of course, you've privatized your trophies. You're hiding something here. Yeah, I don't want to. And again, I don't want to flaunt in people's faces. You know, I'm not about mm-hmm. trying to prove to people that I can, I can just waste hours and hours and hours trying to grind trophies in games that people don't care about. I play games that matter. I play I play the game that matters. Uh, and to answer your questions about earlier about uh, what games, how long Call of Duty's been around, oh, that's been around for a couple decades now, but Warzone's only two years old, and it is the battle royale of choice. The other thing I'm noticing here on your profile is that you're the co-founder and host of Kinda Funny Vids. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was stolen directly from Tim's profile. So, no, um, afraid I, I'm well aware, Your Honor, of my uh, 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 client's profile. Mr. Miller, Mr. Miller, I'm going to stop you there. Uh, sure. In this court, uh, I have the firm belief that a gamer is not defined by their trophies or achievements. Thank you. Uh, and I would like the jury to strike that, and mm-hmm. uh, we will not be taking that into consideration. Thank you for okay. removing that. Fair enough. You're fair. Appreciate you're fair and honorable, and I understand that. And I respect <laughs> you, Oi Governor. Uh, Webster's Dictionary, of course, defines a gamer <laughs> as <laughs> a person who plays video games or participates in role-playing games. Uh, Nick, over and over again, you just said you play the game Warzone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think by definition, you're not a gamer. A person who plays video games, plural oh, uh, games. Now, you have a litany of excuses for why you can't play Uncharted, mm-hmm. why you haven't finished Control, why yeah. it took you so long. Uh, and, and remind me again, I'm sorry, Last of Us. You streamed that in completion. You played through that entire thing with me, right? Uh, I, I did. Uh, the Last of Us, yes, we did. We did play uh, to completion. Tell me again the character's name, uh, the little boy that meant so much to Ellie who after... <laughs> He ate some beans and went crazy. What was his name? Nobody remembers that kid's name, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, you know. There's a two masterpiece of video games. There's a masterpiece Joel, of video games. Yeah, Joel, Ellie, and the beans. <laughs> Those are the main three characters. The last Does one. anyone remember their name? Because, like, was it Salmon? Salmon. Tim, the no one asked you any questions. No one asked you any questions. Don't worry about Tim, it. You're terminating yourself. Greg, I love yourself. this episode. To, this is Greg, great. This to is answer your question as to what games I've played lately, I and, and, and you're you're right. You know, I don't play a litany of games like everyone else. But what do games? The games I do play that I choose to play, I play to completion. Uh, for instance, I just finished and beat almost perfectly, with the exception of one Tadouki that I wasn't supposed to get. Mario 3D World, uh, and that took me f- that the, the, the Suzuki. It took me four weeks to, to get and i accidentally grabbed the tanuki that i wasn't supposed to grab which is unfortunate i have to go back and redo it nicholas how many video games have you purchased on your playstation 5 personally or, or with tim's personal. credit card personally oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh that's uh maybe like maybe nicholas, a, can you show me your xbox series x uh, i believe tim has it right now because it was Nicholas, uh, is it true or false that Kevin had to try to dig out a dock because you didn't have a dock for your Switch and he had to bring that over there so you could understand how to stream it? Uh, that is that is false. Your uh, Honor, Kevin, Your Kevin Honor. Kevin told me he had one for me, but I wanted my own. So your I, Honor, I ordered one. Nick Scarpino is known for loving to play games on the go. A dock was never a thing he wanted because he likes playing his Switch games in bed. Noted. Wise. Everything you just said was a lie. Nick's not known for playing games on the fucking go. Not in bed. Can you imagine Nick in bed with his wife? No, no. They're trading Pokemon, Your Honor. They're trading Pokemon. Gotta catch them all, uh, Your Nick, Honor. Who de- who, uh, Nick, if you don't mind me asking, I'm sorry to stop you right there. Who developed Hades? Hades? Yeah. Uh, oh, that is. Uh, you're, you're a big. You play games on the go so much. Obviously, it was all over Switch. Uh, really I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't. I was too busy playing Dead Super Cells. Super Games was it? What is Your Honor? Pre- I'll take no, Your Honor. No, no, whatever no, no. you say. Giant, is, super giant. Super giant. We okay, so, great, so no one knows the answer to that. <laughs> no, we all need everyone. Uh, the of course, control made by Remedy. What's one of the other games Remedy's made, Your Honor? Or I'm sorry, not Your Honor. You're on a trial, Nick. This is this a general a test of my general knowledge, or a test of whether or not I spend time it's, it's playing? A, it's the test of are you a gamer? Again, uh, no one's I'm actually, the, the, the question. I actually think that this is a fair line of questioning. The answer was Max Payne, the young man. Um, 
what we are going to do Alan here Wake. is is that we're actually going oh, to I was going to say Alan Wake actually. We we will at one point ask a same standard set of questions to both Tim and Nick as a head-to-head quiz where they mm-hmm. both answer to to that will be after the the crossword missing. I like um, this. But I think it's time to call Tim to the stand. I'm ready. Andy? Timothy Geddes. Mm-hmm. How you doing, big dog? I'm doing all right. Doing great? Mm-hmm. I've been looking through your library lately. Wow. Uh, your Quiet down, Nick. Your, your supposed <laughs> wife and confidant sent me screenshots of all the games you've been playing lately. Mm-hmm. Your Honor, uh, Tim does not have a wife. He is, in fact, engaged. I'd like that on the record, and I sincerely doubt well, he uh, I might think he, I think he meant Kevin, but I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yes, I was talking about Kevin. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's That's on trial? Hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Your Honor, it's, uh, it's a, this is one of those distinctions. Uh, here, here in the States, we have work wives, and Kevin mm-hmm. is Tim's work wife. Exactly. Noted. Thank you. Um, what was your game of the year last year, Tim Geddes? Game of the year last year. Was in fact Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ah, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good game, remake huh? of a game, huh? Last of Us Two, very close behind. Hades, mm. very close behind that. Those, a lot of lot, lot of summer Not singles. Very close behind. A, lot of, a little, lot of, a little farther. A lot of, uh, lot of summer singles were naming here. You know what I Tim, mean? Tim, you, you, that was a dangerous move to omit a certain game when this chair is in frame. Correct. I respect my my client here and his honesty and his fervor and his fact that he would Mr. never pander. Miller. He would never pander. I Mr. mean, Miller, will you sit down? Sit down, Mr. Miller. Thank you, Your Honor. Just such a travesty, Your Honor, that the person I'm questioning right now was not on the first video we made in quarantine where me... Imran Khan, Blessing Adioya Jr., mm-hmm. and one Nick Scarpino all reviewed Doom Eternal. Great game. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Loved Thank it. You. Perfect game. Improved on Thank everything you. they needed to. Mm-hmm. Improved on everything. <laughs> Rahul's a dev suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> Rahul's a, a developer. Um, Tim, who were the alien race in the Outer Wilds, a game that everybody thinks is... The rightful game Objection. of the year winner, not Everybody, Jedi Fallen Order. Nobody likes this game for the story and all like, oh man, look at this flashback thing. And oh, my, it was about the replayability, Your Honor. This wasn't a story-based game. It's far different than my question about The Last of Us. Who was the leading lady in The Bachelorette season 42 or whatever? Claire Crawley, and we didn't like her at all. Your Honor, I could go on and on with questions like this, even though I only did one. But I could go on and on and show like you. you do another one where his priorities lie, mm. all right? When it comes to what game is out right now, does it matter what takes priority? Is it going to be the latest Bachelor and how he's a supposed racist and how that host said some bad stuff? I know all of my Bachelor knowledge from one person. My gaming knowledge, I know it from Nick Scarpino, Your Honor. And Chris Anka. Objection. That, so that, many that, incorrect things. That is an there, objection yeah. across. Andy is, I would not put Andy on Kind of Funny Games Daily if all his gaming information came from Nick Scarpino, Your Honor. It'd be a fun show. Again, uh, will... now, now, granted, a lot of my knowledge, very, uh, we can cross-reference knowledge with Tim Geddes, again. But we're talking about gaming knowledge from 10, 15, 20 years ago. What have you done for me lately? What's up next in the Battle Pass? 
What well, are they I doing in season? I wasn't on. I wasn't on the Doom Eternal review because I did the Ori in the Will of the Wisps review that was right right before that. Burn. You know, which is mm, gotcha. An, which was one of how many quality game? Which was one of how many games you played in 2020? Probably about. Well, I had a top 10 list, so there was at least 10. At least 10. That, at least 10 made that list. Lucky, lucky we made it that short. Lucky we made it that Tim, short. <laughs> Tim, Mr. Gettys, mm -hmm. what was your favorite? video game on the dreamcast on the dreamcast it would have to probably be just to create uh, oh power stone going with power stone Ooh. i'm not a dreamcast fan though admittedly i've talked a lot of shit about the dreamcast but hmm. i have enough uh, knowledge of it to know it's not for me not my thing sonic adventures games <clears throat> not the best sonic games gonna be real crazy cool. taxi a lot of fun but it was ported to a whole bunch of places seaman get the hell out of here what about Skies of Arcadia? Great, but, Mr. but it was Mr. also Scott on GameCube later. Uh, Your Honor, I believe during that time period, I was too busy going into my system uh, BIOS to make sure I could maximize my memory to play games like XCOM. Uh, Fade to Black was an earlier game, and some of the earlier iterations of Wolfenstein and Doom. Uh, wow. wow. So maybe around the I, – I could be getting my time period wrong here. Impressive. But that might have been right around the time I switched over to hardcore PC gaming when I was trying to get a voodoo graphics card for my wow. PC so I could play uh, so I could play some Quake at my, at my buddy's LAN party. Thank Timothy, you, Mr. Scott. I appreciate that. You may, Timothy you may. Robert Geddes, uh, mm -hmm. what graphics card does your rig have right now? A 3080. What have you been playing lately on that? A bunch of random stuff. A little Warzone. Mm, interesting. You like so you've that? been playing. You've been playing you like the game. That? You've been playing the game. It. I have played it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing on that one. Is there was a stream, Your Honor. There was a it. stream on kind of funny that I saw him play it on. You know what I mean? It was now, there. Now, Your Honor, if I if if I may approach the bench. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you know you have a standing invite to play with us every night, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, mm -hmm. cool, 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 cool. Mm -hmm. No, no. Thank you. No further questions, Your Honor. I don't really know how courts work. And this I'm isn't confused. the normal court, don't worry. Yeah, but even even if it was, whatever, but I do to, I do well, want to say that like real court, fake court, British court, whatever. Like if this were the situation, if if I was being called out for this for being a who's a bigger gamer between me and Nick Scarpino, I would get up there and like whatever it was, my, I would wait patiently, let all the people say whatever the fuck they have to say, and when it's my turn to talk, I would get up there and I would ask to be able to look the person in the eyes that's calling me out for this. Mm -hmm. And I would shame them yeah. publicly and fiercely. Yeah. And they I would host you in contempt of this court, young man. <laughs> Thank you. You have a camera, you have a camera, you have a camera in front of you. And the person who asked this question was King Vin. And I think for podcast content, the judge can let his rules go down as you <laughs> eviscerate this man. Just King Vin, I just wanted to be to be stated. The question of who is and isn't a gamer is First off, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Anytime anyone's ever questioned me about how many games I play or what games I play or how long I play said games or like how effective I am at getting trophies and all stuff, y'all can go fuck yourselves. I don't care. I don't care what you think about me and my gaming. I like games. Andy said it. I like to read about games. I like to know about games. I like to be informed about all the stuff. I like to play the games I like to play. I like to try things out that people recommend to me. Even if it's not necessarily something of uh, that I'm usually into, you know what I mean? Like to be open about this shit. Fuck this gatekeeping shit. Fuck all this stuff. Is Nick Scarpino a bigger gamer than me? The, the question of bigger, 
that that I understand there's a debate about. Sure. But is Nick Sharpino a gamer? Absolutely. I stand there in solidarity with him. I've seen all the shit he's doing. Is it easy to make fun of him for playing Warzone a lot? Absolutely. Yes, it definitely is. But we yeah. see him every time we're doing multiplayer games. He does surprisingly well for games he's just here, picking here. up for here, the here. first fucking time. I totally get it. I, I am supportive of this. I love the fact that he's trying to play Uncharted, a game that he should have played 10 years ago because we've all fucking now. told him a million times. Try twice now. Uh, but he's finally trying. It's, it's, it's going to happen. And I respect yeah. that. But if he didn't, that doesn't make him not a fucking gamer. No, well, well hold on, Tim. not even a big gamer, hold. small gamer. Who cares? No, 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 can no, no. Uh, Hold on. We, I think he's, put, I think a, he's being very... Your Honor, this is the order of this court, Your Honor. Get out of this court. Firstly, can we have that entire rant from Mr. Getty's expunged from the jury, please? <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You made Your Honor. Your Honor, this fucking Nick guy hasn't even finished uh, God of War and Spider-Man. This fucking Nick guy is, is a faker. Okay, I don't, I don't know where we are here, but I, I would like, Your Honor, if I can, can I approach the bench one more time, please? Yeah, yeah. Is it to talk to me or to talk to Tim like last it's, time? It's to talk to you uh, as a rebuttal. <laughs> Who we is now have, seeing you this? may approach. We do have new evidence uh, regarding the question of my hue lights. Uh, I would like to present uh -huh. for uh, Your Honor's adjudication uh, the fact that I have a wife. Throw it out! I Throw it out! What? Uh, Tim's got a fiance. He's got lights down there. He don't care. Tim has his own theater. These can be fucking tasteful, whatever the hell they want. Look, it's just white. <laughs> tasteful. No one cares. There it is, like, yeah. Tasteful. Mm -hmm. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to get fucking scary, the let's judge. Get scary, baby. Oh, That's right. My lights behind them. So that that was a bold move, Mister Scarpino. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. You if I didn't, known. Doom Eternal, best game. <laughs> Best game ever made. Best game of all Guess time. Guess who also has Hue Lights in, in her office? One Gia Tap Harris. Mm -hmm. Your but Honor, I will say, to, to turn this Your around, Honor. Your Honor, to turn this around, I think that we, the matter of the Hue Lights, if we can all agree, <laughs> if we can all agree on the Hue Light here, if, 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 if you turn on the Hue Light and it, it doesn't fit, you must acquit. No, realistically <laughs> speaking, who among us is the biggest gamer? Who among us, we can all agree, Greg has Greg Miller. the biggest amount of trophies, uh, flaunts it everywhere he goes, won't shut up on Instagram about what he's doing at any given time right now. Mm. Do you see any hue lights in Greg's shot currently? Your Honor, I, like on the record, I'm moving and I plan to get hue lights or some, some kind of lights in the background mm -hmm. once I do. There's been a pandemic, Your Honor, and so I had to move my office from Honor, the office into the living room. I would like to... No one's happy with what's going on. I would like to add that I'm planning to lose weight at some point. So we'll see when that happens. We'll see when that fucking happens. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Take take that, Tim. I want to say, Hue Lights have nothing to do with being a gamer. I understand that a lot of people in 2021 ask you both a series of questions. You both answer, okay? Let's just for the jury here. Okay, so firstly, if you guys had to pick your favorite game of all time, what would be your game of choice? And it cannot be Doom. Oh. I mean, it's Super Smash Brothers. Ultimate. Super Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah. The game I probably connected with most that I wish they'd finished is probably Half Life. Uh, a quick question: Did you play Half Life, Alex? No, I don't have a VR headset because uh, the company won't buy me one. one. <laughs> we have one at the office. That's how I reviewed it. I have cool. three oh. in my garage right now. Just a heads up. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Why are you hogging all the VR headsets? <laughs> I told anyone that wanted one. I'm saving your honor. We're, your honor, we're, Kevin's not on trial. <laughs> Kevin, and, Kevin and the storage of the VR headsets are not on trial. Damn it! Unfortunate. Um, what is your favorite console? 
of all time? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is Super Nintendo, but I think that if I thought harder about it, it would probably end up being the Switch just because of all the games you could actually play on it with the virtual console and all that shit as well. Nick? Uh, say the N64. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I keep, I keep liking Nick's answers. But that's well, that's me being biased. Which a judge should be, Your Honor. Which a judge no, should be. And if I may, I just I just wanted to uh, uh, again going dialing it back to the LED argument. Uh, the hue light argument. I would have hue lights back there um, if if it were permitted in this household. I'm not saying that hue lights are bad. I would just say there's a there's a level of compromise you have to have when your wife runs your life. Are Remember, either of you wearing lights? anything branded right now? Do either of are any of you wearing anything gaming branded? Not sort gaming of? branded, but I am wearing MeUndies from head to toe. My oh, socks, my underwear, my lounge pants, pants there you go. and, there you go. and my shirt are all MeUndies. I'm wearing an Achievement Hunter uh, shirt. Wow. Uh, as you know, they are the number one Let's Play channel on the, on the internet. Well. Mm. Huh. Is that, is that accurate? I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah. Name? I think MeUndies <laughs> makes you more All of a game. <laughs> right, every podcast he's ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that, that actually probably does. That, that one goes I, to Tim, I think. I love that Nick has nothing to lose. <laughs> and like, what, what, so, just, I, I'm waiting for someone... Just, he still wants this lighting argument to be had. I, I'm waiting for someone to ask me the end-all, be-all question of whether or not I think Tim is a bigger gamer I, than me. I don't think we're going to take this to the jury. Um, I'm going to throw this case out. Oh, I, wow. think every, I think everyone's a gamer. Thank I don't you. think it can be defined by trophies or consoles or PC. Wow. It's like the except, Revan argument on Twitter. Except mobile gaming. No, I'm joking. I expect you to say you fucking pussies. I expect you to follow up that sentence with that. Man, he no, rules I do with an iron fist. He rules with an iron fist, the Judge I, Rahul. Again, I want to add more to, to more of Tim's argument that, that you know, what I was mentioning You're my earlier. lawyer. <laughs> Nick Nick needs to play and beat God of War, man. Like, God of War 2018, like you need to play and beat Spider-Man. I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, I don't I, know what's wrong my, with you. Well, here, here's what I will say. What... What constitutes a gamer more, okay? Playing God of War all the way through and enjoying it and being with everyone else, everyone jumps on the bandwagon or having a terrible, terrible, terrible take that you defend until the day you die. Huh. Be in God of War. That's a fucking really solid point there, Nick. Exactly. You are the biggest gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would like, I would for the record, as long as, to break with character for a second, and I, and I respect your honor. Thank you this for your This character opinion, you've been so committed Tim, to. And I, and I, res and I respect, uh, Tim, you saying that we're, we're all gamers, but I will go on record as saying, real talk, Tim is by far the bigger gamer when it comes to the two of us. It's all embarrassing that that is a statement not that even, even needs to be Not set. even a question. The fact that anyone thinks that it might embarrass me, that I might even lose to someone like Nick Scarpino, it's like, I, I, I want everyone to know the vitriol and the hatred I have for this. Because this is real life. And look, I need to deal with this shit every once in a while. Imagine if I was a woman. Imagine being a woman having to be questioned about what every fucking thing they do or don't do. Fuck that shit, man. It's stupid nonsense. I don't like it at all. Period. Hard stop. Having said that, Tim, if you really want to earn my respect, you will jump into the war zone with us tonight.
at nine o'clock. I, I understand on Twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. Nick, what you don't understand is the Circle season two dropped its first four episodes Ooh, tonight on Netflix. Well, you don't understand. Gamers can like other things. You know what Tim, I mean? Gamers can Tim, have I wide threw, tastes. Tim, I, I threw the case out, but I still feel mm -hmm. like you probably need to be sentenced a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny bit. <laughs> like community service was just a tiny, tiny And I do, I do think you should jump in on the war zone. There you go. Rahul, you want to join us? Could be fun. No. Oh, no. shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true judge. Thank you so much, Judge Rahul. Leave Ladies and gentlemen, this is where we're going to say, hey, you know what's great? Patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can go there, of course, to be part of the show, just like King Vin, Vin did. Go to hell. Uh, you can also go there and get the show ad-free. Uh, speaking of ads, Greg Way, let's hear from our sponsors. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us take care of our bodies, but 2020 and 2021 have been tough, so we might also want to take care of our minds. There's a misunderstanding of what therapy is. It can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be sitting around talking about your feelings. A lot of people battle with their temper or their stress is... It or the stress is about to kill them, or they have depression, anxiety, PTSD, and the list goes on. If this is you, you can use therapy to get some tools that will make life easier. Uh, spoilers, we film these after the show, and the second half of this show is all about uh, mental health and work being online and the struggles and trials and tribulations that come with that. Of course, if you are ever struggling and you just need somebody to talk to, therapy is a great option for it. Uh, I have known so many people who go to therapy and have found it so helpful. Of course, Nick has before too. So, BetterHelp is trying to do that for you online. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This, pod this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Kind of Funny Morning Show listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash morning. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash morning, betterhelp.com slash morning. Our next sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, is Babbel. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point of our academic careers. Hello, my name is Greg. I took French in high school and in college and immediately forgot everything after I took the tests to get the gen ed requirements I need. And I'm like, I'll never need to learn French again. And then I fell in love with and married a woman from Quebec. And her first language is uh, French. And her family uh, primarily speaks French. And it's a struggle. And I wish I had done more with it. But I've been using Babbel, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Babbel of course is the number one selling language app uh, that's addictively fun and easy to learn a new language whether you'll be traveling abroad connecting in a deeper way with your family or just have some free time Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world Babbel's 15 minutes I'm sorry Babbel's 15 minute lessons uh, make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go uh, the way I've been doing it right is that in between maybe starting a video game for the night or even when I have a downtime during the day, just popping on the couch, turning on Babbel, putting in my headphones and going. Babbel designs their courses with practical real-world conversations in mind, things you'll get to use in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. 
Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Start your new language journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use the promo code MORNING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code MORNING, for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. And we're back. So, Mr. Coley, how are you? What's been happening? Oh, you know, just been putting on weight. <laughs> hey, I can relate. Living that Who life can relate? <laughs> I, we were was kind of on a really good diet and fitness regime for Midnight Mass. And then I got back, I did a movie and then thought, I want McDonald's every day. I want to have hash browns delivered to my bed. Fucking earned sure. it, man. I don't, I don't want to conform to the Hollywood body type. <laughs> Maybe I want breasts, and I and I currently have them, and I'm enjoying yeah. them. Hell yeah! Is this tough for you? You've done this before, <laughs> where you finish the thing, and you're like, "I'm gonna pick out." Okay. Like, is it harder to maintain, or is it harder to come back from? I guess. I I mean, I I, I think I'm getting to that point where age, like. I, I was always good at like I could binge, get big, and then lose it all just before a shoot. Yeah, but I, I don't know. One one summer, one hiatus. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much more. Everyone keeps telling me around me like your metabolism can't do this much longer. At some point, whatever you put on is just not going to go. But it's been okay so far, and I like I like the challenge because it kind of like it it feels like. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 like cramming for an exam. As soon as I'm I'm like, oh shit, I'm not ready for filming. Mm. It just gets me in this kind of discipline work work mode. I think. Um, Do you feel but... like it creates a new standard time wise? Where before you're like, all right, I have two weeks before. Let me get better about my eating. Let me work out more. But have you gotten to the point where it's like, oh, let me maybe push that to three weeks now. Let me push it to like a month before. Oh yeah, yeah. Like when I was younger, it was like just be cool for a week. Just yeah. don't have McDonald's <laughs> every day. Don't be disgusting. Was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas now it's like, okay, the diets are a lot more extreme and, um, you know, you have to train just as much. And, uh, but, but I kind of, like I said, I kind of like it. I, li I like the fluctuations and it also feels nice to like be off a show and just not care and eat to your heart's content. And yeah. So, no, that's about it. But I, I've been fairly busy. I'm just really enjoying some time at home man like like when i spoke to, to to greg i was in vancouver in just a randoms apartment none of my stuff so it's really nice when i get to come home and i've been painting model kits and just been been leisurely before i have to leave again is home right now uh la or london yeah i'm in la awesome. yeah 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 so it's just been been geeky catching up on shows um DoorDash and and model kits. That's it. Nothing else. DoorDash and Perry. When you're on, when you're in Vancouver, yeah, is it is it tough to like see the internet talk about stuff and be like, ah, oh, I'll catch up to that whenever I'm back home. I mean, yeah, like I can. I still haven't watched Queen's Gambit. Um, oh, I usually good. mute a lot of stuff. I, I'll mute keywords if I know I'm not going to get around to it. Like I, where Mandalorian for me was like unavoidable. So. That was something I committed to just watching, even though I was working and that, mm. you know, I could do that. But but for most shows, I I also don't watch a lot of um, uh, TV or watch film when I'm filming because I'm sick of it. I 
spend all day on set and the last thing I want to do is watch another fucker's performance. <laughs> like someone else is chewing the scenery and I can yeah. see everything. It feels like I'm still on fucking set. So, um, and I'm so tired that if I do something as passive as watch a show, I'm out. Like I'll fall asleep within 10 minutes. So video games, I play, I play more games, I think, when I'm filming than when I'm... Um, yeah, so now's the time to like, now I'm catching up on all the documentaries. Now I'm like, let's watch this and, uh, you know, catch up Invinci in Invincibles and whatever. I'm just, I'm trying That's to get good. You got so much great stuff to catch up on too. I know. You went on documentary. Yeah, I did I mean, that. Did you watch it? Oh yeah. I Is... loved, um, what's what's his name? Fred? No. Frederick Brennan or whatever the, the, yeah. the guy that started 8chan. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he, he came off pretty good. Um wasn't keen on i was gonna say the rest of the people did not combo. come off well now no that yeah, father son combo was weird yeah. yeah tim have you started watching this yet or do you have no, any interest not, in watching it not yet. Yeah, yeah yeah we're gonna watch it eventually. it's 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 a very well-made documentary uh but it is it is it makes me simultaneously happy and also like a little well, i'm not even gonna say this point it just makes me very happy that i've never gone on 4chan or 8chan or any of the chance i just I, like now i, I watch it and i'm like i think a long time ago I, I i made a joke about 4chan and i think tim was like nick just stay away. Just stay away. No, you don't know what that is. Like, don't do that. Good. Okay. Good. I'll stay away from that. But yeah, very <laughs> well made documentary. Rule of thumb to stay away from anywhere that posts people post their manifestos. When you yeah. hear the word mm -hmm. manifesto, probably yeah. probably stay away. Stay, stay away. Avoid. Stay away. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say is uh, to recommend another one that I recommend to the mm. guys. Uh, the Tina Turner documentary on HBO right oh. now is. Oh yeah. Un it's so good, and if you have any, if you're a fan of her work at all or her music at all. You will probably be crying by the end of it. Very well. I don't want to cry. I want to feel It's like a, she made it as a thank you to her fans because she's she's yeah. Is it just about her? Me was the yeah. Tiger Woods one. Oh, oh god, damn, I need to watch a hard that. one. That, that was a hard me, one to get that through. Caught me off guard, especially like and I and obviously on the most smallest scale possible. Um, in terms of like being a public figure and your interactions with fans and followers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I wasn't expecting to feel a ways. And then watching how we as an audience are so interested in your rise and downfall mm -hmm. and how mm -hmm. much we love that. We love that downfall, that, that tipping point. Um, it was scary. That was, you know, it always, it feels like, oh, as soon as you get successful, that thing you're striving for, as soon as you get achieved, that's a ticking clock before they get bored of you. And it's like, all right, now we want to see you get that, uh, take down a few pegs. And yeah, it was, it was more harrowing than I expected it to be. And not it's only crazy that, but... watching it after the last dance, the Jordan documentary oh, too, because like, I'm, I'm so not familiar with sports, but mm. I watched both the documentaries and was riveted by the, the Jordan one. And uh, the Tiger Woods one I enjoyed. Uh, I didn't like it nearly as much, but it was scary. And yeah, it's like, it's just, there's moments where I'm like, I'm uncomfortable with this. Like, yeah. this sucks. And yeah. that's because the Jordan one was, you know, produced by Jordan. Overseen by Jordan. <laughs> yeah, and totally. like, they didn't and go, they didn't go to Lodak. It got stuff. into controversial things, but the Tiger Woods was, was definitely not him. You know, no, like it is definitely somebody else making this sort of a profile on him, you know? And also, the, like, how crazy relevant is it now, though? Like, you see this sort of, like, self-destructive nature, and then, you know, I think, what was, like, two weeks ago, he got in that massive yeah, car crash or three crash. weeks ago? Yeah. And you're like, fuck, man, someone's got to get this guy some help. Because I, or, I mean, thought he was I, in I, Florida. I don't know if we is that, is that what happened. I, I didn't read of as to whether or not they knew if there's a cause or whatever for it or, or what was going on with it. But I just I in my brain I'm like God. I hope that's not something that he's. 
I hope it's not because of any substances or anything like that. But well, I mean, it's say. hard to not go there. Like you want right. to give him the benefit of the doubt. You want to hope and assume that he's gotten better. But it's it's kind of human nature to be like, ugh. I hope it's. I hope he didn't revert back to any old stuff because I, you know, the painkillers or whatever it may have been. I, you know, it's it's really reckless to do that shit. But it's also, you know, when you have that pass, it's hard to not think that. But like, isn't it like, isn't it crazy now that we have like this, this, this thing called the internet, which is this like all powerful double-edged sword where it can propel people and then it could be used as a tool to tear those people down. But then like in the case of Britney Spears, it could also be used to like re-educate us on what is and is not cool to do to another human being. And like, you're seeing all these people, like I think like I, and I'm obviously guilty of this because I, you know, jokingly talk a lot of shit, but I'm sure that contributes to some of the the negative behavior toward people like that. But like with Brittany, I mean, Rahul, you're right. Like there is something as a collective that we go, we want to prop you up until you're too big. And then uh, we want, when you turn that corner, we're all going to, we're all going to jump on you. But like, now you look at that and you're like, man, that is such a horrible thing to do. And how do we fix that? How do we as, how do we know, as a species Nick, just stop doing that to people? The thing that makes me more sick, right? Because so, we know that. We know, like, as like we, we as humans, we love blood sports, right? We, I know that like, we, we are entertained by everyone rubbernecks on the highway. You want to mm-hmm. see a mangled. You do. You want to see that. You want to see a car crash. And just the same with celebrities or anyone, like, you want to see car crashes happen. We get excited when some celebrity tweets something chaotic and everyone's like oh how's this going to unfold what's the drama when's the statement coming out but the the part that i find the sickest is like so we we get excited by someone's work and their impact on the, on the industry right and we 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 we, we binge them we binge them we prop them we prop them we take them right to the top and as soon as we feel like we're ready and we've had enough of them we watch that drop fine i get that and we enjoy that 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 car crash but the point that makes me sick is then we watch them try and rise out of that and then champion them like we weren't responsible. Like, it's like, no, yeah. good on you, Brittany. Good on you for beating. We did that. You did that. Like, and now now we get to be holier than now and go, hey, good to see you. You made it out of that shit we put you in. And I just find that the sickest part. The redemption. There's a, uh, Alison Stoner, uh, who you guys probably know as the little girl in the Missy Elliott videos that would dance. Right. You know? Um, and, uh, she was also in a whole bunch of Disney channel stuff growing up and whatever. She's, she's fantastic. She's awesome. Still dances, still, uh, makes great content. Uh, last week she put out a video called the toddler to train wreck industrial complex. Uh, and it's 15 minutes. I recommend everyone watch it. It's really, really fascinating, really dark, really scary. I'm just going to read the description right now. Uh, this is about abuse for the folks who click on the, where are they now articles? I'm here. We're here. This is your first time hearing my story, but it's our millionth time asking you to listen. Together, we can change the narrative and help prevent another child from falling victim from falling victim to the toddler to train wreck pipeline. No matter what has happened to you, there's a way to reconnect with yourself and reclaim your story, your voice, and your authority as your own. That's what I'm doing today, and I'm thankful for all the thoughtful discussion and support. And then there's like a whole bunch of just different uh, links to articles and links to like support change and like groups and stuff for you know these people that kind of have their identity taken from them because mm-hmm. when they're young put into these entertainment uh Dude, it's positions bonkers. and yeah. then yeah just just there, there's literally like an entire pipeline and workflow totally. to to get people and then just kind of toss them aside and not be yeah. there for them and give them support that they need and all that stuff and it's so dark and like again like nick's talking about the internet double-edged sword thing it's like this is now just this newer thing of everyone has a voice so 
there people can speak up for the first time. People can support people for the first time in a, in a way that before it was if the media isn't telling you it, then nobody realizes there's a problem. And when the media is just talking about Britney going crazy, there's no one saying, hey, right. what you are the just other side think, to Oh, that? yeah, whatever. You can disassociate yourself from it, right? But then when you see that person themselves, you're absolutely right, Tim. Like years later, go, hey, this is actually what I was going through. Yeah. It really, really, really is an eye opener. And like I, I have been one of those people that does click on those articles like where did, um, you know, Alex Winter go or are these people who are these child actors? And I'll tell you where they went. They all grew up and they're either in the film industry or they started making documentaries about how missed, like uh, how Mystery abused they were. they were when they were kids. You know, did you see I, Kid 90 yet? The I did. Moon the Soleil Moon Fry. Yeah, I did. Same idea, right? Of like, holy shit. The what? Like, the what? Celine uh, Moon Fry, she was Punky Brewster yeah. on TV when oh. Nick and I were growing up. She was a big deal. And then, yeah, like overnight, like her whole thing is like she started developing. And so she went from being the little cute uh, orphan uh, Punky Brewster to being immediately cast. And she's the slut. She's the whatever. And then right. it was like she was like less than 13 or whatever and had yeah. developed. And everybody was being super creepy and gross to her. And it, she filmed everything. She had a camcorder and filmed everything. So she has all these home videos of her you know with her boyfriend who's in uh, um cypress hill right uh yeah who, the lead singer of cypress hill I forget yeah excuse me <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> so when yeah so up, like, i was like wait a second what? and then it's... she's also talking to all of her other co uh, child co-stars and stuff like that and like mark paul gossler and a whole bunch of different people but then it's Brian like Austin green all the people, all people start are like dying like her 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 kid friends are all committing suicide and like it's that thing that she couldn't didn't realize how fucked up that was in the moment but going back and opening up this chest of drawers and her her diaries and reading through and reading through her sexual assault that she totally had like pushed off as just like oh well you know like we were dating and i didn't want to but that like not like not understanding that was rape and like this whole like fucking chest of issues that in the moment you know your other friend who's another actor and seems to has it all you know kills themselves with drugs alcohol or just suicide on purpose like yeah the, it's fucked uh, up. the big one for me was the one that hit home for me was the one that i was able to easily just kind of dismiss because i think his career had sort of um it got in, a, in not not as mainstream as it was when i first remembered him but like seeing her talk about damn i'm forget. i'm blanking on his name but uh the actor from never kid? ending story 2 yeah um jonathan I'm not jonathan um you're right you're on the you're on the brandis right track. yes yep, jonathan, jonathan brandis. brandis seeing her like hanging out with him in their own home video and be like yeah he was my friend like we were all they were all because tim they were all these like they were all going on these i mean who can probably be this like you're, you know you go on auditions with all these people they're in the industry but of course when you're young you can't leave you have like you're just there and so all of them were friends like they were friends with brian Austin. she was friends with, like brian Austin green from belly hills 90210 but they're kids and so looking back on it you know she's like yeah I, I as an adult who has children i look back on on his like cries for help and i see those and i'm so sad that i couldn't like help him but i was 14 13 yeah. like what are you yeah. gonna do you know um yeah and a, an interesting thing uh with that talk about the the death side of things this allison stoner thing i'm talking about like she goes into how often she's been on lists or like things have happened where it's like oh she's dead and it's like that's just a thing that with celebrities like there's gossip that starts of like oh this person died or whatever like even recently dmx dying it's like it comes out on twitter he's dead and it's always oh, not dead now he's actually dead but how many times has that happened and it's total bullshit just made up and she's going into like she talks about how crazy it is she's like can you imagine having to deal with people thinking you're dead including your people that you love and care about oh, that, that are hard. reaching out to you because they saw something and they think you're dead like you get to to understand how, how traumatic people are going. that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and it doesn't just happen. She's like, it's not. It hasn't happened once. It's happened many times, and that's happened so many times to people I know. And it's like that's so fucked up. 
Forget who it was. Imagine how traumatic it would be if no one reached out. That too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's so so many sides to this. Like it's you're having to deal with. Yeah, it's yeah. I forget who it was, but like two years ago, someone was like reported some big, I think it was a big older actor. They reported that he was dead and he replied to the tweet. I assure you, I'm not like I'm most assuredly <laughs> not dead. And everyone's like, uh, I don't know how to deal with this. Videos like this always kind of go viral around discussions like this. We always get the Denzel Washington thing saying, you know, in the news, it's, it's not, if you're right, it's, it's being there first. And you'll see people always make claims and go out there and try to break the news first because they want to be the people the first people to yeah, tweet clicks, about that bro. news. They want and, all the retweets, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's rarely... Hold on, wait, Rahul, what was that? Oh, so, so sorry, I was just... Uh, the, the same thing happened with you saying it come first. Wasn't there an actress who died recently? I know even her husband told the manager that she was dead, but she was just... She went to sleep? And everyone was reporting... Who? Oh, who there was, was it? somebody. Yeah, shit. It was somebody... I remember seeing the clip. Like, the guy was getting interviewed by, like, Inside Edition when the phone rang, and it turned out she wasn't dead. Yeah, and then she died. And she did die. She died. She did die, later. and she did pass away. Oh, oh, I can't remember. Damn, I have no, I have no idea. That's fucking awful. <laughs> That's terrifying. Um, but no. anyway, sorry. Yeah, Shout that Denzel video always goes viral, and then when, whenever we talk about just how we treat other people, Tanya Roberts. How... Yeah, Tanya Roberts. That's right. You would know oh, from that seventy show. show and yeah, James Bond. Yeah. Oh, she right, didn't right, die, right. and then her husband thought she was dead. But and the news report, and it, yeah, yeah, sorry, got it. Um, the other video that always goes viral is the Craig Ferguson monologue from 2007, and that kind of always resurfaces whenever we talk about what it especially went viral when the Britney documentary was released because Craig Ferguson is on stage on his night show whenever he had his show on NBC or whatever, and he's monologuing to the audience. And talking about how people drove Britney to this point and how the abuse and how the 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 media, uh, everybody making fun of her. And he was like, what the night that she shaved her head marked my I th- like 15 years being sober or something like that. And he goes, so I've been where she was like, I've been in that place before. And um and it's so weird that this video is like so old and he even references, no, let's leave the comedy to making people making fun of politicians and Trump. Like he mentioned Trump in 2007 as somebody to make fun of, which is like just kind of hilarious and weird. Uh, but then he's like, from now on, no, Brit- no more Britney jokes. Like we're not doing that anymore. We're not putting these people in those positions and ridiculing them and making them fucking lose it, you know, and. Yeah. It's 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 just so crazy how current this video still can be and how it just still feels so relevant nowadays. Um, yeah. I remember when uh, the Twitch there was a Twitch streamer that last year committed suicide, and um, it wasn't Etika. It was another Twitch streamer who was like very very depressed and ended up committing suicide. And there was like maybe two weeks of the internet and other streamers being like everybody we need to be better we need to stop ridiculing each other and and you were seeing some really neat back and forths from people that had beef that were like hey i'm sorry for everything i'm sorry for all the shit i ever talked about you like hey i appreciate that i'm sorry for the things that i said and it was like oh wow this is nice and then live stream fails which is a very very popular subreddit which just is usually just a bunch of dumb clips um at that point i believe they were like hey no more drama we're not doing drama clips anymore on this website like you're not going to see twitch clips of people talking shit about other streamers or 
you know, uh, just being really, really mean and and ill spirited. We're just gonna be. It's just gonna be dumb videos of people fucking up in video games or or you know talking to each other. So I feel like you always kind of get a small time frame of everybody. We're at ceasefire. peace. Yeah. yeah, ceasefire. We're all good, and then unfortunately more you know shit happens and then we're back to our old ways and it's just that shit always bums me out you know well i I do think it's an education process and you're talking about the craig ferguson thing it's like whether that's 2007 or now being retweeted and re-promoted now it's like it's going to be a lot of people's first time hearing that messages message and even thinking about it that way and i you know i think that we're here and i we're luckily all of us are in a position where it's 2021 and we have the life experiences we do and and perspective and have listened to and talked to enough people to have grown and changed our opinions on things but it's like you know we were at some point all of us were part of some Britney situation. It might not have been Britney it, itself, but it's like, you don't know that what you're saying is, is hurtful and not just hurtful to her, but hurtful to others until someone says, hey man, that's insensitive and here's why. And mm-hmm. then you have to think it through and then you start to change the way that you speak going forward because you're not trying to be insensitive, or at least hopefully that's the goal. Um, and that to me, I think is the most important thing because like everyone has experiences that you don't know about. And until you know about them, like you, everyone needs to be given that chance to to learn and to listen to understand there is a perspective that that's not theirs, uh, whether it's cultural or whether it's you know about drug issues or family issues or any and anxiety, depression, all of these things. Like it, listening to people and applying that to yourself going forward to dealing with others, I think is is the only way that we're going to get better. And those moments of truces, those moments of people kind of coming together still need to be looked at and celebrated because even though it might seem like it's, uh, oh, then it's just back to the same shit. I bet you it affected thousands of people that are now sure. acting better, acting differently, and are, are going to be more part of these type of conversations to hopefully inspire others to listen and change. You'd like to think, right, that's the upside to social media. And for all the flaws and all the things it can lead to and get out of control with, right, it is that idea that it gives celebrities or anyone in the spotlight a chance to be human. And I think that's what's always been missing for the longest time, and especially when I was growing up. You know what I mean? You're talking about, like, tabloid magazines and entertainment tonight and yada, yada, yada. And, again, watching people rise and then crash out, and that was, like, you know, this show, and you were along for the ride, let alone then to get behind the music or something like that. The idea that people are able to, to show that they're a human being. Like, I think what always, what always sticks for us, and granted, we've cultivated a community and an audience and, you know, personalities this way, is the idea that, you know, obviously we read every comment. Obviously, I see most of your tweets. So, like, if you're talking shit or being mean, like, I'm a human being and I see that and that affects me, right? And I think that for a, a while, that was something people held as a oh, online creator thing or internet YouTube person kind of thing or, you know, whatever, IGN author thing. When in reality, it's the same way for actors, right? It's the same way for directors. Like they they can, maybe, I mean, obviously they have, depending on their celebrity, way more tweets to to go through or Instagram comments to go through, but they are human beings and they do see that. And even if the movie was shit that they were in, they tried their hardest to be part of it and be good in it. And like, 
to see that get dragged over the coals for it is going to have an effect. And you start having to try to, I hope we educate people on how to talk, you know what I mean? And spread a message. And, you know, I, I, I know when I, to this day still, when I see a movie and I tweet at the people who were in it that I really liked, I'll get people on that thing. We're just, like, just trying to get them on the podcast. You're just trying to clout chase or yada, yada. And it's like, no, I know that that's a fucking person. And also hopefully the fact that I'm verified means that they'll see it in their verified feed and they'll understand that, Hey, this actually resonated with somebody. And again, it's not just the person shooting off in their mouth on Twitter expecting me never to see this that I suck that they want to know that something went right Raul how many times are you like in your Twitter mentions do you deal with oh Raul I fucking loved you in this thing but I fucking hated that other person terrible actor and they tag them both and you're like why would you think I want yeah. to see this the, <laughs> yeah. tagging, the tagging of it is, is it kills me because I guess like they in think you're, they're doing you a favor. <laughs> well, also, I just think you cease to be a human. Like, mm -hmm. like I, I think people can justify stuff. Like, um, one, it's, oh, you won't see it anyway. Why would they see it? So, fuck it. And I think the other thing is, is well, you got money. So, every, you're bulletproof. You're bulletproof because you make more money than this person. You're bulletproof because you're in the public eye. And so because you can walk down the street and high five someone over your work, that means that you should have a thick enough skin that this is part of it. So the meanness is packaged with the dream. And I think people think, seem to think that, that that is part of the job description, uh, description is be actor or musician or whoever athlete be lauded over have fans but that also means get eat shit and there isn't really much empathy with the eating shit part. I think they think it's part of the, the job description. And it's not, obviously. Um, I mean, yeah, I get tagged and stuff. Like, I mean, just the, and, and sometimes I, I, I look at the stuff I, I get said. And it's, and, and usually it's the backhanded ones. Like, you, you can usually spot the troll, you know. Um, it's the backhanded ones that will be like, you know, you were, uh, you were good in this, uh, much better than when you were in that show. That was a piece of shit. And then you're like, huh, okay. <laughs> You don't have to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> the, issue, the issue I have is is that like I I've always tried to I've always strived for an authenticity. Um, I am what you see is what you get. Um, the only thing that's probably false about me is that I'm probably quieter in person. Obviously, I don't. I'm you know Twitter is different. It's like a diary, right? I don't say every thought out loud. But other than that, it's pretty much me. And like, I I can't I can't help but read everything and then feel like these are being said to me in person. Mm. I don't have a disconnect between the internet and then real life. I think us pretending that there is a disconnect it's 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 gone way past that. Maybe in the old days, AOL chat rooms that that internet there it was two worlds and there were avatars and you were hiding behind your computer and and we can keep them separated. No. That's changed. We're past that. We're beyond that. And the way that we talk to one another, and I think the way that we we look at even policing the internet has got to change. You, you the, if you repeated some of the things that you tweet an individual, if you repeat them in the streets, you will suffer legal ramifications. Uh, just recently, the 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 um, onslaught of racial attacks on football players has it's just risen exponentially like n-words and 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 monkey emojis and all of this stuff and this is just happening there and nothing happens and 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 i've reported accounts and people have posted screenshots of instagram going we found no 
like nothing violates found nothing. our rules of no, service. Yeah, no. nothing violates. Do that in person, you will be arrested. And I don't. So I, I the, the the so even for myself, like even when I re, like even when it's mild, and I and someone's like, oh, you know, such and such was crap in this, or you you know you you could have done better with that. My shit. So I, I'm so sensitive. I'm always like, man, if you said that to my face, we're we're having a fight. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't. I talk to everyone how I normally talk to. That's how mm. I talk to you in person, and I have I haven't got that disconnect. So I, for me, I find it a it's it's quite a volatile. It's a, yeah. I I can't write it off as you know. It's the internet. It's still a human being that typed those words. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's a bit raw for me. I think that's the shift, right? Is that you know the internet still is a new thing, and I think that we are all now realizing as we're growing with it that things that we kind of just took for granted or like just took as like oh well this is the way it is there's no way to change it it's like well no we we can change it we we need to change it and i you know for so long it was just like yeah yeah it's part of the job getting all the hate but it's like you're right it's not part of the fucking job it doesn't have like, to yeah exactly it, and, right. and i like not only does it have to be like it, it fucking can't be fuck that like that's not the what we signed up for i know we always talk about you know we're on the kevin smith thing and there was the the Sorry to give some context to that. When we first left IGN to become kind of funny, we were on the Kevin Smith podcast and he gave us the advice of like, remember when it's hard, you asked for this. And for the longest time, I, I you know, I think that I kind of related that to when I'm seeing shit comments or when I'm seeing tweets or whatever the hell it is, just like, just remember all the good things we asked for this, whatever. It's like the longer I've went on thinking about it, it's like, it's not about that at all. It's like, it's all the other hard, difficult things that actually come with what we do and like having to care for our team, having to care about the people, our family that we work with. It's like, that's fucking hard. That's the thing that I have to remind myself. I asked for this when I'm up late at night, like making sure that we are doing the best that we can and all that stuff. Fucking reading these tweets and feeling like the way that I feel seeing them. Cause I'm like you roll. I can't turn it off. And I read every fucking comment. Cause I want to know what's being said because I want to fix things for the group. And it's like, it fucks me up. And it fucks me up on behalf of other people. When I see people talking shit about, or not even talking shit, when I see just people being vile around or towards my friends and you guys or anyone around us, I'm just like, it It hits me. I stay up at night. I, I can't deal with it. And it's like, yeah. this isn't part of the fucking job. This isn't something that can ever be asked of somebody to have to deal with. It's just, it's not fucking okay. Yeah, I've gotten it's past not. the whole, like, welcome to the internet thing. It's like, nah, man, yeah. like, it's it it really shouldn't be that way. And again, I I think Raul mentioned it perfectly. Of like, no, that's a person who typed that. That's a person, maybe with a family, maybe lives with his parents, maybe lives with uh, with her uh, husband or whatever. Like, that's a person that typed that. That thought that it was okay to do that. And it just makes you think like, what is what's wrong with people? Like, what what's wrong in your life that took you to that point to make you want to say? such a thing that is you know it's it's one thing to say i'm not funny on this video or whatever It'd be like oh andy fucking sucks get him out of the video but it's another thing to be just super racist towards somebody or super transphobic or super homophobic like those are the ones that it's like god damn dude you need to reflect on yourself you need to fix shit in your life because you are mm -hmm. not a, you're obviously not a good person like it is this who you want to be really you know those are the thoughts that always go through my head, man. Yeah, yeah that's everybody I mean, better. Yeah, Rahul's, Rahul's point of like, I, I, I think the the basic core tenet for me and for I think a lot of people should be is like if you if you're if you don't 
feel comfortable saying it to someone's face, then you shouldn't be saying it on the, on the internet. I think that's generally a good rule of thumb. So like if you're really fired up about something and you really have a problem with someone and you're willing to potentially have it have the cops called, then okay, you really believe in that thing and maybe that's maybe that's a thing that you know, you stand by and that's part of your morals. But um yeah, I don't know. I, I do feel like I think Greg really Greg told us a story one time. Uh, that's Greg right there, biggest gamer and kind of funny. Um <laughs> He told a story one time about people that were in the comments, and then when you finally responded and like let them know, hey, this I'm a real human being who's seeing this, how quickly they would change their tune sometimes, and I think that's that's a reality. So like you know, if, if and, and that's something that I mean, I, I I'm not saying like other people are doing this. Like I'm obviously like I don't post a lot on social media, but I try I try to be aware of what the that the, that words matter, right? And that even even a joke misunderstood or, or poorly worded can bump someone out, you know? And, and like, I don't know, I just feel like the internet can be a, a supremely positive place and social media can be really, really, it's can be a lot of fun, right? It can be a lot of fun talking shit back and forth to your friends on Twitter and having a good time like that. But you know, you got to just realize if you're doing that, don't dip into the negative. Don't dip in that dark side of you. That's the hard, yeah. the thing about it, right? Is it's a choice between positive and negativity yeah. and positivity and negativity. I'm struggling with that. I, I was having this talk the other day. I, um, I'm losing the trade-off. Mm. Um, reading, so 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 I wrote a tweet a few days ago, and everyone assumed that I was talking about the racial abuse that I was suffering. I wasn't. I didn't suffer any. I did not receive a single comment that was racially motivated. I didn't get any hate that day. I had just read someone else's feed. It was a footballer's. Uh, it was a Korean player, um, plays for Tottenham, and um, he 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 feigned an injury. And then the amount of, a, uh, of racial slurs that were written on his Instagram post, I, I just saw it and decided, and it was the first time I had decided that I was going to not go on the app for a, a week or two days or whatever the hell I was just, I just needed to get away. And it wasn't because it was directed at me. That was just me seeing something else and going, sure. this is starting to fucking bum me out. Because before it was about me, before it was about just, you can be shitty, just don't be shitty to me. And now it's like, now when I see like our friends online or I see this, or like it's starting to just be so, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's so regular and normal. And every day one of our friends is having to deal with, or someone we know or someone we respect or whatever, someone is dealing with, with this toxicity. And for me, fucking cat videos don't, it doesn't balance it. Like, all I use the internet for in terms of positivity, my favorite thing in the world is watching people make dope shit. I watch sculptures, uh, sculptors, painters, model kit makers. That, that's where the internet's fantastic. People, I learned guitar from it. But it's the pendulum, that, that seesaw, that, that thing has just swung way out of balance and no amount of like, oh, that's a really satisfying video or look at this toddler seeing his dad come home from the war. It's not what it's not balancing for me anymore. It's starting to be like, no, this place sucks. This isn't a good trade off anymore. And and I, and maybe uh, again, like, I'm gonna get you on TikTok with that algorithm, man. <laughs> that algorithm true. will treat you real. No, well. man, don't, don't, not 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 to spoil Q, but remember, remember the the final, like, who was the final culprit for for yeah. the storming of the Capitol? They're like, it was the fucking algorithms. The algorithms are all to blame for all the this stuff. It's just put, it's just putting all these people in echo chambers together so they can rile each other up. Sorry, Tim, I spoiled it for you. It it must be said like 
It's that's real life. Fi- that's not the ending. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not like the, that's not like the final screen, Tim. You're all right. Don't worry. I think, I think the only thing I'm hanging on to is the fact that if you all remember, um, maybe a month into quarantine last year, we all felt, oh, this place just got really shitty. It got more shitty. And we knew why, because it was new. We were like, oh, everyone's short-tempered. Gal Gadot did that video and she got slammed. Like we were we were sensitive about everything. Um, and I think what's happened is, is that we're still shitty, but we've just forgotten that it's also the times. Like sure. it's, it's easy to feel like now this was always like the internet. I do think that's my positive note is like, I do think it is a product of the times right now. I think we are angrier and bored and cooped up and that is motivating a lot of like arguments and 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 stuff so i'm hoping that once the world opens up and everyone gets some air and touch some grass that that we chill out a bit but i i can't i can't take it anymore i'm i'm i hear you yeah i think that's the toughest thing about it it's been you know something i've talked about for the longest time but i think rings true now is like now more than ever i think you need to try to be the change you want to see you got to fight for that and you got to put out positivity. And I know it's hard. Obviously I have plenty of days where I'm not in the mood and not trying to do whatever, but it is that thing of like, it's kind of like the, what I, how I felt about the IG and comments, right? Of like, I refuse to give up the ground. <laughs> like I know I'm losing this fight, but I'll do it. And like, we're privileged, obviously, you know, I mean, the chat's been going off of like how talking about how they've been going as we go live here on Patreon about how, you know, they're, how the internet abroad is so hard, but like kind of funny's community is so great. And obviously we have flare ups and we have all sorts of dipshits that come into the YouTube comments that aren't a kind of funny best friend clearly and talk all sorts of shit. But for the most part, you're able to cultivate a community of people who do want to hang out and talk and be not blindly positive, but have conversations even when they disagree. But it is that thing of, yeah, you know, the rest of the time of who's going to come at you randomly on Twitter or who you're going to see in another subreddit or what's going to go on like that of like, yeah, like you raise a great point that I still lose sight of even, you know, uh, a year plus into the quarantine, right? Of like, why did I wake up pissed off today? Why am I, I'm in a shit mood and I just woke up with my beautiful wife and my stupid dog. Why am I cranky? Why do I, oh, right. Like I still can't go see my family. I still can't send my wife to see her home country. I can't all et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And there's still so much going on that we are able to quickly adjust to because we're humans and life has to go on, but doesn't mean it's normal. It doesn't mean that it's an actual reality. I do like you know, though that a lot of the feedback lately has and i think it's just been a a matter of blocking the people you need to and and getting them out and telling them like i think making that stance has been really beneficial to us and our mental state Uh, i know it was kind of tough at first but to be like hey if you feel this way we don't want you here please go away and i i do like that lately the feedback has been andy's take on this game is wrong or Tim's feeling about this movie is wrong as opposed to, you know, oh, what? These soy boys don't yeah. know what they're talking about. Yeah, like I, I, I'd much rather that be the, the, the issues that people are having in the comments as opposed to how we feel about valuing human lives. <laughs> See, that, that's more akin to real life, what, what you're talking about. That's the kind of constructive criticism or, or conversation that you would have with someone, you know, in real it's it's usually respectful you don't agree with someone just because they're standing in front of you but there's a way in which you discuss that and approach that and again i I take solace in knowing that like i don't really get that much hate um but 
I know there are people out there, especially now, as 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 I had a bit as my profile raised just a, a little bit more than than I zombie. I know there are people who don't like me, um, and for all the shit I've been sent and and has been said to me over the years, not a single one of them happened in person. Not a single mm-hmm. time when I was out did anyone come up to me and go, "Hey, you fucking suck," or this or that, and that tells me something. And that's like, oh, okay, it isn't. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it oh, 100%. It, it is it's oh, yeah. definitely contained to here. So there's something about your anonymity. Oh, because it's sure. not happening in real life. Well, for sure. That was the so, thing for the long Someone sees you in person, they're like, oh, fuck, he's tall. <laughs> well, it's also just how you don't boxes. talk to human beings that way. I remember that always being the case of people hating me at IGN. And then I'd go to PAX's and I'd walk in, in every you know show, but PAX being a public show, walk that floor and people freak out to see me and be excited to see me. And no one ever talks shit, right? And not that I'm asking you to come talk shit to me. It's just like, oh, this is how normal interactions go. You'd see me on the floor and be like, oh, I don't like his content, but I'm not going to be a stop out of my way and be like, you're a fucking shit. terrible at presenting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it just you guys work. should uh, you guys should do stand up more. They uh, the crowds when they don't know you, they are not afraid to give you that feedback. <laughs> <laughs> you entered Thunderdome. You punched uh, your I own did, ticket man. on that. Yeah, that's very true. This is what you want. That chaos for sure. <laughs> something what? something that I really don't like is you know Greg often says be better, and I feel like that's kind of turned into a, a kind of funny catchphrase of sorts. And I, I often see people jump on that and quickly try to point out some type of um, hypocrisy, yeah, like or some type of like holier than thou, or thinking that we're on a high horse, or this or that. And like I, I think, and they'd be like, "Well, how can they say this when they've also said X, Y, and Z and things?" And I, I think that a key thing to 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 think about and like try to connect with is that it's not a well, they did this, they're saying this now. It's a what are they trying to say going forward? Like, what is the growth happening? Like, what is the change from where things were? And it's also not a, I'm better than you. It is a, I've learned a lot and here's where I'm at. And it, it's it's funny, it, it shocks me often how many times I will be hanging out with people in real life that aren't internet people and to hear words that they still say or takes that they still have. Ooh, yeah, sure. And, and I'm just like, I, I'm talking about San Francisco. I'm talking about people that I grew up with and I'm just like, whoa, you didn't get the memo. And it's not necessarily like the worst things in the world, but it's still some things that are just like, oh, that's, that's insensitive enough that like, I like, we definitely should have got rid of that a long time ago. And like having those conversations with them in real life is a lot more difficult than sitting here talking to you guys when we, you know, agree about it or all in this together. It's like, cause they feel like I'm calling them out. And that's the, that's where the hypocrisy comes in Mm -hmm. is that, it doesn't need to be an us versus you. I'm better than you. It's a we're all, we should all be trying to be bettering ourselves, and we again need to listen to each other. And I think that uh, a lot of the antagonism comes from when there's just one person saying something, they're fighting against many. But when more people are all saying it together, then it becomes a little bit easier to say it and stand with it, and it doesn't feel like you're getting beat down. And so it's like a lot of times I see again people talk about like. Oh, it sucks that they just have, you know, five people with the same point of view on a show. It's like, like, why don't we get someone from a different perspective? And it's like, well, some things don't. <laughs> why don't they put a, a racist on the show? <laughs> like, and at some point, that's what, that's what it feels like. Yeah, right. And it but it's like beyond that, it's like, if you can't find something to connect with, with the message of what we're trying to say with be better, it's like, th- again, that's where it's like, I hope we're not coming across. Like we're all holding hands. And we're all against you as a person. It is. Join us. 
whatever that means for you, whatever that means to make you yourself a better person that you think will better value society. But that's hard. And it's a hard thing to hear. And I, I'm not blaming anybody because the amount of times I've been called out and stuff and been like, Psh, what the fuck? There's no problem with me saying X, Y, Z. Three years later, I'm like, I can't believe I said yeah. X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know, I can't believe I fought that. I can't believe yeah. I stood so strongly for my right to. Oh, man. Whatever. I've been, I've been on that. I've been down that road. A lot of times, Tim, and I think I think you hit the nail on the head too, as far as like in person, like in person reactions to those things. It's tough, and I've had you know, especially with the like last year's political climate and going into the election and talking and and finding out maybe some of your friends' political ideals didn't don't line up with yours, and you're sitting there, and you, it's like, how do you rectify that? And if you can't do it with one of your good friends or even a family member, how the hell are we supposed to do it with people we've never met before on the internet who are just faceless eggs? So it's it's so it's so. Yeah, I tough. turned that setting on a long time ago. I have to see a face. Yeah. Well, you guys are a lot more savvy than I am. Um, I don't think I've even blocked or muted anyone. But also, this is my my next point. It's like Rahul, you know, like Rahul, you actually like care so much to stand up and stand for something. And I know that that I've seen the reactions that you get, and I know that that can beat you down. But just know that like I'm proud of you for that. And I think it takes a lot of guts to keep putting yourself out there like that. And have those like morals that you stand for and be a person that can do that publicly. So if you got to take time off, take time off, man. But like, I just, I appreciate you in that regard. I really do. And doubling down on that, like I'll say, I put my pronouns in the, in my bio because I saw Raul tweet, put my pronouns in my bio. Why aren't you doing it? Like, I forgot the exact words you had, but it was essentially just like, it's helping people. And it's just like one of those things where I definitely, there would have been a time I'm like, why would I need to do that? I'm not the, the, I don't need to be validated. I don't need this to be about me. People are going to look at this thing. I'm trying to make it about me, whatever. It's not about that at all. And once I had someone explain to me, it's like, no, it's about normalizing it, that this is something that we should need to know about people before just assuming things and all that. I'm just like, why the fuck don't I have it? Like, it's literally no negative for me, but positives for so many, like that's such an easy win. So Nick, so uh, like, I appreciate that. That that means a lot to me, and and where where Tim like what you saying with the with the pronouns. The funny thing about all of that is, is that like, um, I wasn't I didn't I wasn't born an ally. That information, where I learned about um um, uh, normalizing having pronouns in your bio to make it easier for non-binary and the trans community to to declare their pronouns their cho you know their, their, their preferred uh pronouns by us all doing it it means that they, no one stands out we're all equal right mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't like i didn't just fucking wake up like i had to go i i i didn't understand pronouns again and i'm someone who is liberal and when i when i catch wind of something on the internet depending on how it's presented to me or who's presented it who who's presenting it I can be quite dismissive myself. And and I was very dismissive of the pronoun stuff. I was just like, what the fuck? Oh, fuck this. Well, I don't understand this. And and then that's it. But then, but that's not good enough for me. And like you talk about be better, that isn't good enough for me. What it ends up leading to is me going on a glad website. And the the link was how to be a better ally. And that's being better. Okay, so I don't understand this. I'm not an ally. I have no fucking idea what's going on. But let me research this because I do not wish to continue um, being in the dark about this social issue. So I go and I read it myself. Ah, 
this is why you do it. This is what's helping. This is how, and what you're doing for your your fellow, your community, for, for fellow people. Cool. So then I spread that message. The idea, the, the whole idea is, is like, none of us, I've said dumb shit. I believed things a few years ago that I don't believe now. But the change isn't something that just fucking, it, it doesn't just happen every time you blow uh, candles out on a cake. It happens because you listen or you know, you go to, you ask yourselves like, what, what, like, mm, what is my issue with this community? Why, why am I, what, what, I don't understand this. What, what is, you know what I mean? And then you totally. go and fuck, and that's what the internet should be for. Mm -hmm what black you lives just, matter you just learn you just learn like exactly it's not hard <laughs> my, my I mean, and you, ex you expose yourself to those new ideals right and that was that's what i would talk about like one of the one of the things that i've really really just enjoyed about like venturing into stand-up is that you are thrust into a world with a totally like all different walks of life going up on that stage i mean you're talking about people who are coming from like people who I, you know, coming from the same place in the world that I am and people who are living in their car. Um, and, 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 and you see that and, and it's not something that you can turn away from. It's not something that you can just be like, oh, it's the internet. So it's not really real. Right. No, no, no. There's a person on stage right now. that's going to go out and they're going to go sleep in their car. If, if it's still there, if it didn't get towed. So stuff like that to me is, I think that's real world. And I think the more you can explain, it's scary and it's something that you get to out of your comfort zone. But to your point, you know, you you start humanizing people more when you when you kind of expose yourself to that and realize to our earlier point that everyone in fact is a human being and mm -hmm. deserves that respect and maybe you don't see eye to eye with them on with their particular issue but as long as you're open to their perspective i think that's you know that's a great first step yeah Absolutely. getting feedback from from trans people in dms and emails and and minorities emailing in and just saying like hey thank you all for doing this like i beforehand i'd never fully felt comfortable communicating in the subreddit or talking about my experiences on the facebook group some people sometimes people would attack me and i never really felt fully accepted i love you all but i never felt fully accepted and now this has become a safer spot for me to come hang out in and chat with friends about video games and not have it be about anything else like good lord during the hispanic heritage month and you know, teaming up with Latinx in games and then having Latinx be such a hot issue. It's like, why are we focusing on this? No, you know, the the amount of people of the amount of only Spanish speaking people coming at me for using Latinx in games, the amount of white people pretending to be minorities, too. Like, it's like I look at your profile. You're not a minority. You know, um, that's that's happened before. But it's like, look, it, it's about inclusion. I am not trying to say that you have to use the term latinx i am not trying to do that it is about inclusion there are uh, and also just spanish is just you know by it's just a very very um man <laughs> and uh like everything is latino right? yeah. everything is latino it's gender yeah, it's very very gendered yes yeah like if they've always mentioned like if there's a group of five women they are that's a group of latinas but if you put one person in uh, one man in there it's a group of latinos and it's just like it sucks to begin with right i'm not trying to tell people you have to use latinx and so the amount of replies of oh get your whitewashing bullshit out of this it's like latinx was created by two afro latina um trans women in the 80s and what that's kind of the source of where it started it's just to help out 
non-binary people who say, well, I don't really feel like I am a man or a woman. Cool. Latinx. Like, perfect. Let's just, we're not trying to push our ideals on anybody. It's just, it's just a term. And again, it's all about learning because three years ago, I was the, oh, I don't really understand the whole trans thing. I don't, I'm not really quite sure about what it means. And then you learn and you meet people and maybe they need to meet people um, because, I know a lot of trans people in my life and they mm -hmm. helped educate me on that. And maybe that's, maybe that's part of the issue. Maybe it's, they need that human sort of connection as opposed to just reading is. up on something that they don't disagree, that they just disagree with, you know? Right. That's always the hope for all of the stories we share here, whether it be, you know, Tim's talking about stuff a couple years ago, he would say they would never say now you're talking about not understanding trans. I mean, like that's the whole point of us doing this and having this audio and vi visual record as we share our experiences with everybody. And the experiences we're able to go on are often fun and goofy and Nick riding uh, dune buggies with a G unit or whatever. But then they're also the, people we're exposed to right and the perspectives we're exposed to and the people we attract to the uh, podcast to be able to bring their voices up and admit that we don't know everything and admit our opinions changed and try to make it better so that you a person driving your car right now who will never leave the state you're in because there's nothing wrong with that uh don't you know meet will never meet a person of uh, this or that or when they do you'll understand a little bit better what their uh, perspective is maybe obviously because you can't apply it to everybody but it is that idea of our experiences and our growth being able to influence conversations for other people good talk everybody this podcast two distinct halves <laughs> and that's how it often is yeah. ladies and gentlemen on the kind of funny podcast each and every week twice a week four sometimes five best friends gather on these microphones each coming to bullshit about whatever it is they want to bullshit about if you like that and want to be part of the show you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can write in with your topics of conversation you can get the show ad free you can get it with the exclusive post show we're about to do but it'll probably be pretty short because it's already kind of long and i didn't book rahul for a certain amount of time so i'm not even sure if he's staying and of course you can watch it live on patreon.com slash kind of funny however if you have no books to toss our way it's no big deal you can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe twice a week to get brand new episodes rahul if people aren't coming to the post show where can people keep up with you Don't. social media <laughs> <laughs> Catch me Look, in the I streets. Want, I don't want fucking followers anymore. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or just watch my shows. Watch your shows. We'll always make sure. Midnight Mass, there's no date for that yet, right? I'm not trying to pin you down or anything. Yeah, okay. One day they'll, they'll announce a Midnight Mass date, and we'll tell, talk about it on shows, and we'll say, that's Rahul's show. Go watch that show. And sometimes you do it. fundraising on Twitch.tv slash Rahul Coley. I do. That's true. Thank you, Andy. Mm -hmm. You're a good person, Rahul. We love you. Likewise. I love you guys. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we got a post show to do. It's been our pleasure to serve you.